0: In. And roll them.
1: And go.
0: <laughs> go. <laughs> um, can I just say, did you get my text about listening to a podcast? And the podcasters were talking back and forth. And then the chick said, sidebar. I need to take a sidebar. Yeah. I'm like, that's my thing. That's funny. And now it sounds like everybody's doing boom shakalaka. <laughs> <laughs> They're copying you. I think somebody's got earpieces in my house. By the way, they're taking on my sling. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello. Welcome to Tipsy Tales. I'm Alma. I'm Carlene. (laughs) And you're listening to Masturbate Theater. Oh, my God. (laughs) Didn't expect me to say that. <laughs> Not today, Carly. Oh my Not god. today. Oh my god. Hilarious. That was hilarious. Hey, you want to hear what happened to me today? Yeah. Well, no, nothing happened to me to me today. But oh, you heard the sirens? I, I do. was just getting ready to tell you about sirens. Really? Okay, so I took Aiden, dropped him off at his friends so he could go to Vegas and got home and heard all these sirens okay it sounded like they were really close so i was like thinking to myself wow they're really close there must be a really bad accident on like 59th avenue or whatever because they didn't stop there were so many it wasn't like just one fire truck it was several and so i'm thinking they won't stop like this is going on for a long time and then all of a sudden i heard "Ah, ah," and i'm like wait a minute that's like down my street right?" right So I thought, well, maybe it's the neighbors on the corner because they have like a, uh, what do you call it, like a nursing home thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, maybe it's them that happens. So I'm like, I'm going to go check it out. Peek out there. There's no fire truck. And as I'm out there, fire trucks start buzzing down my street. Oh, wow. I was like, what the heck? And then this plume of smoke just comes <gasps> over. And I was like, oh, wow. And then it was like, holy cow, it was a lot of smoke. Somebody's like, house was on fire on yeah, your block. Yeah, well. So then all the neighbors are peeking out and then we all just kind of start making our way because we're like, Ooh, what's going on? But I knew, then I saw what street they were going down. I'm like, uh Oh, I know people that live down that street. I want to make sure it's not their house and that they're okay. I don't want to be a looky-loo though. Cause I don't, I don't like that. Right. So I start walking down there and there's a police, okay, there's a police officer standing on the end of the street and it just came out. He was cute. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, excuse me. He ignores me. Excuse me. He ignores me. I go, Officer Q. <laughs> no, <you're kidding. laughs> and my neighbor's standing there. and She goes, did you just call him Officer Q? Like, she thought I knew him at first. Right. Like, that was his name. And I'm like, she goes... You called him Officer Cute, And I'm like, I didn't get the full thing out. Officer QT. <laughs> I said, I almost called him Officer Sweet Cheeks. But he probably definitely wouldn't have answered me.
1: <laughs> he might have. <laughs> he might
0: have. <laughs> so then he turned around and I asked him, like, how many houses down was it? And he said, like, four or five. And I'm like, cool. Not my friends. Didn't look like anybody was hurt. They got it out super fast. We're surrounded by by, I don't know, three or four fire stations like that are super close. So wow. I know we're pretty lucky. So they were there like super fast. And then I looked on Twitter like a few hours later and the fire department posted that there was a, a shed on fire. It wasn't their. Oh, it was probably her she shed. <laughs> <laughs> her husband it was lit it on fire. <laughs> Anyway, it was a shed and everybody was okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it was good. It wasn't their actual house. A little bit of excitement. Mm -hmm. A lot of smoke, though. My neighbors were like, it was like the smoke was going right into Carleen's house. (laughs) It did. Did it really? It looked like it.
1: Yeah. I was like, what is we've been dealing with this other stuff.
0: Crazy. The whole coronavirus thing. Yeah. People keep asking me what I think about it. Mm-hmm. And I have to keep telling them that the media, how I feel. First of all, when the, when I start seeing like the media really hyping something up. Right. I educate myself. I don't rely on the media mm. to be my information source. I will go and educate myself. So I went straight to Facebook Ah, you're following it no i went to like you can go to the cdc website and medical websites and just google all of it and it will tell you that first of all more people die of the flu than this the reason this is scarier is because remember when the bird flu was like a big thing. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing. Everybody's panicking about the bird flu. I mean, it's a different virus that we're not used to and there's no um, vaccine for it. And I mean, they really, because they're not familiar with it, they don't know a lot about it. It's usually, it's, it's an animal virus animals get it all the time so that's where it's from it's from like a bat or something that it came from that somebody cut open a bat or whatever yeah yeah that's what they say they Uh, say mm. anyway yeah (laughs) on facebook Uh i believe it um (laughs) no i really don't remember where i did read it i did read it okay (laughs) (laughs) Um, They actually show a bat all sprawled out. It's really gross. But bats, it's commonly found in bats. Do you Mm -hmm. know my mom got tuberculosis in her back when I was a baby? And, I mean, they had the priest there and everything. She was going to die. It was a rare form of tuberculosis that's found in bats. Right. So how would she get that? She wasn't bitten by a bat.
1: I mean, I think sometimes we need a little healthy dose of fear Mm -hmm. in order to just remind us, you know, there's wash all your hands. Of shit out there. Wash your fucking hands. Okay, I'm not wash kidding. Wash your fucking hands.
0: There's so many people that don't wash their hands. I know. There is one in particular, one person I know.
1: Are they listening?
0: I don't know. <laughs> but I can't say because people connected to them might be listening right. and we don't want it to get back. But just, let's wash, just say God, like.
1: Wash your goddamn
0: hands. If you're in the medical profession, wouldn't you know better? Done to wash your hands? You would
1: think so. Considering what is going around
0: hospitals. But this person didn't. And when my kids were little and I'm teaching my kids to wash their hands, I remember my daughter saying, mom, mommy, she'd say, so-and-so doesn't, never washes their hands. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah. You need to wash your hands anyway. Right. Like, that's so gross. It used to
1: drive me crazy because my mom is like, she is super paranoid of germs. She washes her hands. She used to, like, I'd be sitting there at her house with my kids, and they would barely touch something. And she'd be shuffling them off to the freaking bathroom to wash their hands, like, every five minutes. It used to make me insane, kind of. But
0: who's insane now? Yeah. I mean, we need a healthy amount of germs and dirt. That's good. Like, I used to let my kids... Eat the mud pies they made. I'm just teasing I didn't. I'm all right. (laughs) Yeah. You're totally buying everything I'm saying tonight. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, you swallowed a gullible pill. I did. Oh, we didn't toast. Here. Cheers. Cheers. To us, because we're
1: awesome. We're drinking the Crusher Mm. Pinot Noir 2017.
0: It's delicious. 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 It definitely means something when you let it breathe a little yeah. bit, because oh, it yeah. tastes a lot different than it did when I first tasted it. But yes, there is something to washing your hands. And and people that fist pump rather than shake, I have, sh- oh my gosh. If I do this, you know, touch your nose or scratch it, even with my client's you know, I scratch my nose. I'm. I will always be like, I'm going back. I'm gonna go wash my hands real quick because right. I don't want to accidentally like reach out and touch them. Right. And forget that I just wiped my nose. Yeah. Because now I'm gonna wipe my nose. Like itchy. It. You think? Okay. And, so here, touch you. We had my.
1: <laughs> we had my niece. I think it was last week, and we had her. She's three. Mm-hmm. We took her to Peter Piper because that's where she wanted to go. Oh, I so dirty! Hate so dirty. Peter Piper, those
0: balls are disgustingly Ugh. dirty. Do they still uh, have like a ball pit? Um, probably not, not like they used to. Oh, did you go to the one on um sixty seventh? No, Arrowhead where did we go? Metro Center. Metro Center. <laughs> Metro. Center. <laughs> Why do I know where they're all at? Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs>
1: Yeah, all I could think of was coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Oh my god! She, we're sitting at the thing, and she's getting tired finally. And she, we're sitting at like a little booth, and she
0: lays her head down Aww. on. The oh, on seat. the seat. Yeah, and then you think I think of how many people farted around that. <laughs> that's place. exactly, and that's what I said. I
1: said somebody's butt was there. Yeah, and she goes, oh, and she gets up. And then she's just, but she's, like, so tired, and she just lays back down. And I was like, somebody's big, yucky butt farted there. And she's all, that's gross. That's the truth.
0: (laughs) That is the truth. A lot of
1: somebody's big, yucky butts Uh, farted there.
0: uh. Aiden would tell, yeah, I know some yucky stories about people that would go, and, ugh. Now I have to keep itching my nose, because I thought about it. Back to the virus. Right. Anyway, I did my little research, more people dying of the flu. And now it's like pe- the media is starting to backpedal a little bit. They're mm-hmm. starting to reel themselves in and they're like starting to have professionals come on and kind of say, even professionals are calling out media. Today I was watching, well, I wasn't really watching it. I, it was on, but I was doing other things. Right. I don't even know. Because well, the they don't want it. people to go into a full panic and that's but what that's the media what people is are doing. doing. Yeah. They're going
1: and freaking taking all the sanitizer and all the yes. face masks off of toilet the paper shelves. at Costco, yeah.
0: waters, everything. Like they're you know, I, like we're having a natural disaster. Right. We are not. Right. It's fine. But anyway, the people that are having a really hard time with it, it's just like the flu. The people that are having a hard time with it are elderly, oh, elderly. people, people with, with breathing problems, asthma, stuff like that. People that their immune system's COPD, already compromised. Right. It's and but otherwise, a lot of people just have it and don't even realize they have it. Right. So calm down, calm down, everybody. It's okay. Calm down and you even wash your when, hands. Even if on the CDC. CDC website, it even tells you like um, over the counter rem, you know, like cold medicines and stuff like that. They're, when it says like treatment, it's over the counter medicine. because well, it's like a
1: cold virus. Yeah. You can't, don't there's not to, really an antibiotic you can take. No. You can't take antibiotics. And they
0: don't want you to go to the hospital if you don't have to, because if you go to the hospital, now you just exposed all those people right to it. Right. And if you don't
1: have it, now you've exposed yourself
0: to, to it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, what else? What else? Puppies,
1: puppies we're sw- are cute. Yeah, my puppies. Are they're beautiful. like six
0: weeks old tonight so at cute. 11 o'clock. They're very
1: cute. I love
0: them. I'm so happy. Uh, I've said it a thousand times that you're keeping them in the family.
1: Yeah. Everybody that's taking mm-hmm. one is one of my children or my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And us. We're keeping two.
0: But they are gold star puppies. Oh my
1: God. They're so cute.
0: Honestly. They are so cute.
1: But they are little fucking gremlins, like as wis- witnessed by the myriad of scratches and bites on my... Yeah. They're
0: very excited when you go in there. They yeah. just start freaking out. Yeah. They're like little wind-up toys.
1: And the amount of shit that I have to clean up... One, one, do it. It's like more than a shit ton. Shit. <laughs> that was funny. No.
0: I'm like a five-year-old. It's, no, it's gotta- more...
1: What's more than a shit ton? In Spanish, it's un chingo. Un chingo. Un, un chingo. Un chingo. A fuck ton, pretty oh. much.
0: <laughs> I just swore in Spanish. Un chingo. Un chingo. <laughs> That's un a chingo. Un,
1: chingo is like a very versatile word, like the F oh, word.
0: Really? hmm it actually, and it's fun to say. Good. What
1: else? What else you got going hey, we're, down? We're, we're switching up today. Yeah. You got a true crime story mm. and I mm-hmm. have the ghost story. And you, when we were leading up to this, mm-hmm. I don't know if you already were planning on doing it, but you said you had already asked me if we did a certain, if mm. we did Richard Ramirez, which bet yes. and I had did. That was actually our first episode that we ever did together. Mm -hmm. So you switched it up and did something else. But Mm -hmm. if you want to talk about the experience.
0: The only reason I wanted to do that story is because Monica, who listens to us. Hi, Monica.
1: Hi, Monica.
0: Anyway, she had told me a little bit about that story. Well, then, recently, she's been sending me little mess- messages, and then she came to see me, and she was telling me, like, little coincidental, no coincidence, things that have been happening that involve him. Right. Like, her niece. Oh, shoot. Now, see, I totally should wrote this all down. But anyway... Her family has had, there's been relations, but it's like recent stuff. Like I was like, is he still alive? She's like, no. And I'm like, how is she getting this stuff? Like he's still alive. Right. Her niece is getting, it's almost like getting communication that he's like, he's still alive. But anyway, they have this relationship with this person that she just got done telling me this horrific story and you should do a story on this Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden there's all these connections to her family with this story and so I'm like I'm gonna do this story and then you tell me you guys already did it and then you tell me that Yvette had a connection too. As well. So it's like, man, it's so crazy because it's not like LA is a little town. Right. But this guy got around. He yeah. definitely made an impression and was connected to a lot of people. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. It
0: is. It's so crazy. But yeah, that's why I want to do it. Monica had and I, I should have wrote it down because when you and I were talking and I was like, Yeah, let's bring it up and we're there was more to it, but now I'm totally spacing out. But anyway, yes, it had to do with her her niece and it was recent, like her niece got oh. Maybe she just told me... Oh, no, wait, here. So, coincidence. I don't think... uh, Cynthia gets in her car. Music is playing on the radio, and it mentions Richard Ramirez. Weird, right? And I think they had just left my house. This must have been right after she told me. She recalls me talking about him lately and told me when she got home, I got really bad goosebumps. And then right after that, there was something about her niece... No, she didn't mention it here. But anyway, isn't that crazy that her um, that she just gets done telling me this story, and then her daughter gets in the car, and something comes on the radio about. It. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like his name just starts popping up a lot now. Anyway, she actually
1: messaged me. I think okay. probably after she finished talking to you, oh. and she's like, "Carlene told me to remind you oh. to <laughs> talk about." <laughs>
0: I should have told her to actually tell you the actual stuff because right. this is me. The- we can
1: come back to it. Should we jump right in? You yeah. get to go first this time. Huh? You get to go first? Huh? 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 I wish we had video right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we look like? Those uh, little creatures on Sesame Street that are like yep, 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 yep. Your mouth. Yep, yep, yep,
0: yep, 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 yep. Oh, Carlene has a prop. You have a prop? I do. Cuts. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> My story is about winning the lottery. Ooh, what? Oh, did you see it? Look at this flabby thing. She, she's she's uh, moving
1: actual lottery tickets around.
0: I've got some lottery tickets. We're gonna play. Here you go. Let me shuffle them around.
1: I'm videoing
0: you. <laughs> I've acted like you're doing okay anyway got these all right so here you go take 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 a whoop all right here take a scratcher too take a scratcher okay i got us a scratcher and i got us the pick oh wow i know i mean i spent two dollars but it could be it could be a million dollars exactly so let me just tell you okay okay show There's this man in Florida that you might have heard about. His name is... I can't wait. I, I, like, really want to scratch this. (laughs) Uh, You got an itch and you want to scratch it. Yeah. Scratch it. It's like a gambler's problem. Anyway, his name is Abraham Shakespeare. Have you heard about him? No. Okay. This is in Florida. Okay. In 2006. You know, it's Florida, so it's got to be fucking kooky as hell. Listen, that's what they even said on um, one of the things i was watching there were oh a guy who's written books and he also he writes fiction and nonfiction. anyway burpee he was um you're so demure (laughs) he um he was talking about like all the kooks go to florida all the bad guys crazies people that want to hide they're all they're all out there anyway in two november 2006 abraham he plays a quick pick Okay. And he wins the thirty million dollar jackpot. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Nice. I don't know where I wrote this. I'm just gonna kind of skim through what I wrote because you know how that's how I wrote. Well, first let me just tell you. He was like probably one of the most deserving people for this thirty million dollar jackpot. So he ended up taking listen to how much the government gets. He he took the lump sum. Okay. He only got seventeen million. Only. You only say only. I mean, he could have gotten 30 million.
1: That's, that's my excuse for not playing the lottery sometimes. They take like half. It's only 1 million.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be more than 1 million, okay? Or I'm not playing. So, yeah. He only got $17 million. Only. I know. Poor the guy. government got, so they got half. Unchingo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they told him, can you bend over while we take half your money? Mm hmm. <laughs> But hey, anyway, 17 mil, I would take it in a heartbeat. He's very fortunate. He was super worthy of it. He he was very undereducated. He only had like a seventh grade education, Mm -hmm. completely illiterate, like he couldn't spell, couldn't read kind of thing. And so he... To, he kind of did like the odd jobs at this barbershop that this uh, Greg Smith or something like that, that he, I think he was the owner of the barbershop. And anyway, he did these odd jobs. And um, I watched some interviews on Crime Watch and then 2020. And he had said that he was like, where are you at? You know, you haven't been in in a few days. Right. And he's like, uh, I won the lottery. He's was like, Oh, come on, get out of here. And then he pulled up in his nice, like, black BMW. He's Mm. like, you better take that car back to whoever you're washing it for. (laughs) He's like, "Really? no, I really won the lottery. And he was, like, really generous, really sweet and caring. Yeah, it was, but, yeah, his generosity is kind of going to screw Like, people are going to take advantage of him. That's exactly what happened. God, I don't know what happened to my throat all of a sudden. Did you notice that? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was about 43. Oh, okay. He was about 43 years old when he was murdered because of his millionaire status. (sighs) I know. So I got to tell you this. The first thing he did when he won is he bought himself a $1 million man is like $1.1 million mansion. And then he bought a few cars, but then he, he started paying off like his mom's mortgage and, you know, family and friend's mortgages mm-hmm. then he started um he even paid off some strip you know other people's did you say mortgages. were you about to say strippers no i was gonna oh. say strangers but oh, okay. i guess they were probably just like acquaintances it was almost because when you came get, knocking on his door yeah when you become famous or you come into money you get any Hi, friend yes and he, all your so,
1: facebook friends
0: right yeah. <laughs> and he instead of getting you know an accountant and a lawyer and people to help him manage the money. He didn't do that and he was just giving it to anybody any Joe Schmo. And so but he he had such a good heart and he just really thought he was helping out. But even to Greg Smith, I guess he was trying to get a loan at a bank and Abraham was, you know, no man, I'll just give you the money. And he said, No, well, Abraham like went down, got a cashier's check in his name and gave it to him. Mm-hmm. So it was like, no, turn it back now. Here you go. Sixty three thousand. And I guess he told he made Abraham like they did an agreement, so it was just like coming from the bank. That's what his story is. Greg's story is. Uh-huh. But anyway, he was just so generous, but it, it it ended up really fucking him. It's so it's just sad. Anyway, this woman, about uh, eleven months after he won the money, this woman comes into his life named Dee Dee Moore. Mm-hmm. And Why isn't it always a Dee Dee? It's a Dee Dee. <laughs> With fake blonde hair.
1: With double DDs.
0: Yeah. She's like a complete brunette. Burnette. burnette. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, it didn't sound like I was saying it right. Brunette. A brunette. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she, yeah, not a burn <laughs> Brunette. Anyway, I knew it didn't sound right coming out. I was like, my kids are going to tell me that's not right. What, what did you call it? Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, she like had super blonde hair, but even though her natural colors, you know, she was proxy. Yeah, 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 super fake. Anyway, she really did one over on him. I'm sure she probably made him think that he was all she was all into him too. Mm-hmm. But she made him. She, did. she made him think she was super smart and that she could help manage his money, Oop, manage his money, and she led him to believe that she was going to write a book. A, a book. What did I say? A book. A book. <laughs> that she was going to write a book about his, the story of his life or something, and she even did took some some video footage of him and it was almost like it was so meticulously planned out because this one video it was only a few pieces of footage mm-hmm. but this one is her asking him questions like um well how does it make you feel that you know why do you want to run away because he was saying that he wanted to just he he was just making plans to go just like I'm sick of everybody asking for money I'm just going to disappear and so she's like, well, how does that make you feel? Where are you going to go? Why? You know, I just need to go and it's going to make me sad to leave my friends and family, but I'll be free. You know, that kind of thing. Like, it's almost like, she, cause she was like guiding him to that oh, okay. conversation okay, with like, I mean, was,
1: was that really coming from him? Like he's like, was I mean, he starting to feel the pressure of having yeah. the money?
0: Yes. He did. He even said, he goes, I wish I would have never gotten this money. I just want to go back to my normal life where I could walk down the street. Nobody wants anything from me because he started to see people only wanted to be his friend because he had money and like it wasn't just to be his friend because he's a nice guy. Right. Anyway, okay, so what she did was she gained his trust and then she gained control of all his assets by faking his approval. She faked his approval. So she basically, it sounds like she forged his name probably on documents and got control of pretty much everything. She ended up putting, I think he had like four or five, I don't know, put all his houses, all his cars, everything in her name. Under were they married no she was saying she's like his business partner or she's like you know how an accountant or lawyer would be like she she told him that she was gonna help him manage his money but he didn't know that she was gaining control of everything she was Faking, his, he trusted her, yeah, and so she. I actually think she was probably acting like they had a romantic connection, and he didn't. I, I think he was naive in certain ways too. So, right. so anyway, so she she gains control of everything, and some of it is under like her. Business, and then some of it is. Bottom line is, she owns everything. So then she also starts to go after all the people he loaned money to and collect the money from them. Like he didn't want the money back; he was helping them, right? But like she started going now. It's her money, like a bill collector. Yes, nice because fucking Didi with double D's, greedy Didi. greedy Didi. Yeah, okay. So his his girlfriend would receive. Like, everybody was trying to get a hold of him, but they weren't freaking out about not getting a hold of him. They were concerned. Right. Like, I wonder where he is. Here's the sad thing. Even this is what the detectives were saying and stuff, that it's sad that people couldn't get a hold of him. And this had gone on for, for a while that people couldn't get a hold of him. And... Rather than like, I mean, my sister freaks out if she can't get a hold of me. Right. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, but instead of like calling the police and saying, hey, we're concerned, they didn't do that. Well, like they mile. didn't care enough. Right. And so again, it was, what could he give me? And oh, well.
1: Because his friends weren't actually his friends.
0: Yeah, but even like his ex girlfriend, the the mother of his children, and his his mom, and everybody wasn't. They weren't thinking. Here's the other part of that, though. On top of that, Greg, his mom, you know, they would call and Dee was answering their calls, and they were like, "Hey, where's you know where where's he at? Where's Shakespeare?" <laughs> And they would be, it, and she would say, um, oh, he, he had to escape. He had to get away from it all. He's on a cruise. You know, I don't know when he's coming back. He had to escape it all. He went to Haiti. And, oh, he can't get back because the earthquakes oh, have closed uh, all the roads. Like, she kept making all these excuses why he wasn't home. So it would turn into... Um, so is he dead at this point? Well, we don't know. Like, nobody knows. They just think that he's... Because she even said at one point that he he was dying of AIDS, but he's gone. Yeah, yes, he's dead. So <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he's dead.
1: He's dead.
0: Anyway, but the family doesn't know that. They're just you know. So one of his cousins. Is the only one that's kind of like, this is fucked up. Something's wrong. Right. So he involves the police. He's like, hey, there's something going on. You know, my cousin's missing and this chick has something to do with it and they... So they kind of open an investigation. So it is such a cool little, I mean, the mystery, how it unfolds. But if you watch how stupid she is, mm-hmm. you're like, how did she get away with it for as long as she did? Right. Because she's so stupid. She's, but she's a stupid con artist that was good for a minute. Right. But anyway, she even in her interviews, she just got to go in. If you are bored. Go to YouTube and look up Abraham Shakespeare or look up Florida Lottery Murder and watch watch the Crime Watch and 2020 interviews that she does. I mean, just her jailhouse interviews are entertaining in itself because she's such an idiot. Like, she's Oh my God. I'll get to it. But okay. okay I definitely want up. to watch this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super okay. worth it. I almost wish I had um, a clip. Yes. Clips that we could play. I didn't even think of doing that. It's been a while since we've done something like that. I know. So, okay. She calls Greg Smith because she doesn't want the family to get suspicious. So at this point, she doesn't know that the police are involved. But they are because the cousin called, right? Mm -hmm. So she gets a hold of Greg Smith and says, hey, I'll give you $300 if you call Abraham's mom and act like you're Abraham. (laughs) Tell her, yeah. Pretend you're Abraham and tell her that you're fine. You're on vacation. What the fuck?
1: You'll call be his home mom. Soon. Yes. Like yeah. she's
0: not gonna know her own son's voice. No, you know why? Because Dee Dee is so smart. She's gonna take his mom to a restaurant that's loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. When the phone rings, Dee Dee says, Oh, you should answer that. It might be Abraham. Hmm. That's not mm. suspicious. Like like his mom's so stupid. Like a genius. Right. So mom answers the phone in the restaurant. And here is Greg on the other line earning his $300 saying, and he, he, he knew how Abraham spoke. So he's like, um, the way he mimics him, he kind of, he talks like he like skips words. Right. Like he, almost like he's got something, a like he's not all there. Like he's a little like slow. Like he's developmentally okay. messed up. And so he tells her, hey, mom. Well, in one of his, uh, Abraham's mom's interviews, she says that she knew it wasn't him. Like she she knew it didn't sound like him. But of course, Dee Dee thinks they fooled. She got away with yeah. something. So anyway, okay. So Greg makes the phone call hangs up the phone, gets in his car, I don't know where he was calling from, but he gets in his car and starts to drive somewhere and gets pulled over by the police, who, for some reason, let me see if I wrote it down, they were on to Greg.
1: So Greg Smith is the guy that he worked for in the beginning.
0: Yeah, and somehow, and I I probably, oh wait, for some reason, Greg was on the police's radar too, and I can't remember why, but anyway... That's were they I... working together besides this one moment? No. Okay. Just this one. Anyway, Greg did have a rap sheet and stuff like that, but I can't remember. They must have not said because I didn't write it down. Okay, that's not important. The fact is, Greg was on the police radar and they um, were keeping track of the phone records and stuff. And as soon as they saw that he called and made, well, made this phone call, then they were on him like that. Like it was minutes. They pull them over. They bring them in. Let me let me get to the good part because I don't want to miss anything. This is so good. Are you intrigued? Yes, okay. I am. Oh, yeah. See, it's so good. You guys, it's I'm juicy. not kidding. Go and watch these interviews and, and watch her. She's just so stupid. But anyway, okay, so here's what happened. Greg didn't realize the seriousness of the matter. And it was almost like, I don't know what he was thinking about earning the $300 Um wanting to make the mom feel good. But once he realized the matter was more serious, that his friend could be in serious danger. And then the police swarm in and he's like, hold on. I thought, you know, he really thought what he was doing was innocent, more innocent. Right. He didn't realize it was such a big thing. Once he realized that his friend could be dead somewhere, he was like, I want to help. So like the police were like, okay, this is what you're going to do. You're going to wear a wire and you're going to get Didi to talk and tell us what she did to Abraham. Everything she did. So this guy's Getting juicy. I, I want to say this Greg guy is really smart. Is I know he really? Because it doesn't feel like mm, he wasn't too, he was too smart in the beginning. No, but in working with the police, I started to think, I mean, for a dumb guy, he's smart. How's okay. that? Okay. Yeah. He, not smart. Let's not he's, give him too much credit. He's clever. Okay. How's that? Clever is different than being smart. I know I wrote kind of scattered, but when I was, I just more stuff kept coming up. That's why I like to write it out because then I get to like, oh my God, oh my God, and this and that. And then it just got to be where, oh, I, I'm just going to tell you the story as I want to. But anyway, um... Uh, The police want to go, oh, okay, want him to go undercover. Okay, so anyway, they want him to wear this wire. And he's like, that's not the smartest thing because she'll see it or whatever. It wasn't a small wire. Mm Mm-hmm. It was kind of a chunky one. Oh. So this is what I'm talking about, Clever. Even the police were like, this one cop has said, I've been undercover for 30 years or whatever. He's like, I've never seen a device like that or thought to do something like that. So he drank Red Bulls all the time, Mm. this Greg. And so he cut the top of the Red Bull Ah. open. They put the listening device or whatever underneath it and then put some foam so it didn't rattle around. Then he put it on top and then he acted, you know, set it back. So she couldn't tell it was messed with or anything. Right. Then she, he had it sitting because all the time, so he talked to DD, he was in his car. Mm-hmm. So he had it sitting on his, you know, uh, what is that thing? The cup holder? This the console? Thing? Yeah. Console. Thank you. So he had it sitting on the console. See, I can't say somebody's. <laughs> I can't even know. I don't even know what that hey,
1: is. Words escape me all the time.
0: Mm. But this Kool-Aid is yummy. It's so yummy. Anyway, so he had it sitting there. So she didn't even suspect anything. Well,
1: and who would? Mm-mm.
0: And you can see her hands like the whole time. Here's the thing. And her hands are moving right next to it. The whole time. I kept thinking <laughs> she's going to knock it over. She's going to knock it over. But he was. You, you watch him. He's even dashing his cigarette. Into mm-hmm. it, because he wanted her to think that so it was. They're filming it can. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're filming it. They have cameras in the car. In the car, okay. And so he's dashing his cigarette into it. That was the whole point of having it like that. It gave amazing audio. So when it's in somebody's clothes, it sounds more muffled, right? This gave awesome audio. It's super well, clear. It's in a tin can, so mm-hmm. it's giving that. uh What do you call it? Acoustic thing? Yeah. But but, uh, yeah, and then it's like... He's amplifying uh, it. Yeah. And then he's dashing a smoke in there, so she thinks... She doesn't think anything about it. Mm-hmm. So she's not even thinking like, should I, I'm, this guy's fishy. Like, why is he, she doesn't think anything about it. Right. So Didi likes to talk. Like they even are, they even said that in the news pieces about how she, she likes to talk. Even when the, with the news crews, they'd come around and she'd go off on these stories. She'd say, um, you know, Abraham, I don't keep wanting to call him Anthony. It keeps messing me up. Abraham. He, he's just drama. There's so much drama that follows him. And she goes off on some story. Well, all her little stories catch mm-hmm. up to her. They just screw her because people that like to talk. Right. Always screw up because right. they're, they they can not keep track of all their shit that they're talking about. So she sit, she's in the car with Greg and she's telling him, this is what I got. You know, I don't know who, I don't know who would hurt him. I mean, I thought he was on a vacation, but now I'm worried. Somebody must have heard him. Yeah, she's plain stupid. Well, then that turns into... We got to... She wants to hire somebody. She decides she wants to hire somebody named... Shoot. Rodney? Hold on. I have to get this name right. Okay. Well, here. I'm just going to read this. Just, uh, she was feeling the pressure. She starts to tell Greg Smith about... Okay, here we go. The A character named Ronald. Ronald. What did I say? Rodney? hmm Okay. Ronald, and this is an imaginary character. Dee Dee has... She's making shit up. Totally making things. This is what she does. She just creates shit. Right. She's a pathological liar. Yes. And she's just... She's an idiot. (laughs) Because she even brings him up in her jailhouse interviews. Like, they'll say, well, who do you think killed Abraham then? If it wasn't you, who was it? And she's like, Ronald. And they're like, Ronald, Ronald who? Ronald's not a real person. That's what they said. Like, You made Ronald up. And she's like, and then one of her jailhouse interviews, she was showing them, um, she shows the guy on 2020, I believe, all these papers that she has that prove her innocence from Mm -hmm. all these witnesses that her attorney didn't call. And I don't know why he didn't call him. And she goes, see, look at this, because he's like, well, can you give us their names and we can go? Talk to them, right? And she says, "No, I can't do that. Not without their permission." <laughs> she goes, "But look, look I at this one." Or could see my eyes rolling
1: all the way into yeah. the back of my head.
0: <laughs> and she, so she goes, "Like, look at this one for instance. Look at this one right here." And then she hurries up and puts it back in. And he said, mm-hmm. "Okay, mm-hmm. all of those people are fake. That's all fake. You make you're making all of that up." He said, "The writing that's your writing." You wrote those letters and signed those names. That's all fake. Those people don't exist. Right. And she got super pissed. But so what did that's how stupid she is? That's how she stupid do? she is. Okay. So anyway, what, she, what did she I do? I know. I know. I know. Edge your seat. Okay. So, she creates this imaginary character. His name is Ronald. He's a drug dealer, she says. Of course he is. Yeah. And he's black, of course. But, but she ch- she changes that when the police are asking about this Ronald. She can't decide if he's black, if he's white. She keeps changing that up, too. And she said that he's been threatening her. And that she even says this in the jailhouse thing, that she, he's threatening her son and she said that he's threatening to chop her son up in little pieces and leave him at her front door <laughs> that's yeah She's looking for somebody who is looking at a long term prison sentence. She's going to pay them $50,000, pay their family, really. And she's going to get this person to take the rap, basically. Say their name is Ronald. I don't know. But they're going to take the rap, say that they're the ones that killed Abraham. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you setting all this up if you don't have anything to do with it? Right. If you didn't kill him, right? Exactly. Okay. So the police are like, because she's a genius. <laughs> right. Right. So the police are like, okay, this is what we're going to need you to do, Greg. We need you to get in there and get her to, you know, say more, do more, whatever. And then they get...
1: It because doesn't she, sound very hard.
0: No, she's stupid. Then she says she wants to hire, she tells them, you know, let's hire this person that, you know, we can send to jail to cover my butt. So um, they get a covert, 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 undercover. Covert, yeah, undercover um, officer to come in and pretend they are the criminal. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I'll do the sentence. You know, I need the money. My family could use the money. So she's like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. Um, well, what the detectives say is they're like, you know, this this is what we need from her. We need you to, like, find out where he's buried, find out, you know, does she have the gun? And then they're telling Greg, we need you... To get the gun and see if you can get her to take take you to where he's buried. Oh, wow. That's like a tall order, right? right. No, this guy. Because at
1: this point, has she admitted to him that she's killed him?
0: Yeah, like they've kind of gotten pretty much, she's pretty much said it. And now she's like telling this officer who she thinks is a criminal that, right. okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you $50,000. And um, he says, well, you got to give me 10 now. Cause she's like, well, I got to have some time to get the money. But you know, you just cleaned a guy out of right. lot, millions of dollars. Did you spend but- it all? Whatever, yeah. So she's like, I need time to get the money. And he says, All right, I want 10 up front. And then she said, Okay, and then I'll get the rest. And once you're convicted and you're in prison, I will send the rest to your family. And he's like, Cool, I'm going to do this. And so they make the agreement. So then her and Greg are like getting shit together, I guess. And the police are like, this is what we need from you, Greg. So he's like, okay, well, if we're going to, so he's talking to Dee Dee, Greg and Dee Dee are talking. And again, with the the Red Bull <laughs> and he says, all right, Dee Dee, if we're going to make this work and this guy's going to be taking the fall, we need the gun because we got to put the gun in his hand, mm-hmm. you know, like they need the weapon. Smart, and she's like
1: smart,
0: right? See what I mean? Like he's clever. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, here's the weapon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not smart, no.
0: And so they, um, the police, ran the weapon, and it was. Um, there's not like the the forensic people didn't give like yes, this is a smoking the smoking gun, right? They're like, but she. There is proof that it is her gun because it um, she she had the receipt.
1: <laughs> nice. They
0: have the receipt in her name for that gun and for the laser thing on it and for the times that she went to the gun range and practiced shooting the gun. So then now he's got the big task. Can he get her to take him to the body? Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> He did what? She, yeah, and the whole time she's, and even in the jailhouse thing, she's like, "I didn't know where he was," and that was money buried there. Um, they dug him up. Okay, so she wow. drives Greg out. To one of her properties, uh-huh. actually. That I have was... to see what
1: this lady looks like. Oh, my
0: God. I know. I, I can't wait for, for you to see. And, you know, in Greg's eyes, he's like, like, he's thinking, I wish I could have done more. This is, in his eyes, he was like, this is the best way I could have paid back the $63,000 loan that he gave me. Right. You know, like, because he can't do anything now that he's gone. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Look at her up now. Okay. Dee Dee brings him to. How the hell do you spell Dee I s- d-e-e-d-e-e Okay, that's what. It Did I tell you her last? It name? sounded stupid. It
1: looked stupid when I wrote it out, but okay.
0: Did I tell you her Beep. last name?
1: No, but I, it pulled right up. Okay,
0: all right. Anyway, um, he takes her. He he gives the gun. He takes her to where she's. But hold on. She takes him to one of the properties what? in Plant City, Florida. It's nearby place. Do you see her? Yeah, I Let see, me see her. She doesn't look awesome. I mean, she's not ugly. She's got very pretty eyes. And, I mean, but no, she's not all that either. But whatever. Doesn't take. I mean, look at, if you see a picture of him, you okay. can see. I see yeah. the blonde hair now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, look at him. He it wouldn't take him much. Okay. So, her property's in Plant City, which isn't far from where... <clears throat> this all was mm-hmm. and in the okay so the middle of her property she has this slab of cement just like this long like a like a long driveway of cement
1: like where it didn't belong but
0: yeah it's kind of out of place she said mm. uh, i'll tell you about that but anyway so They pull up and Greg is like, he tells her, hey, um, because he wants to make sure that when this goes to court, there's no question she's the one that pointed out where the body is because she's the only one that knew. Right. And he doesn't want to mess any of that up. Again, he's super clever. Right. So he says, listen, I don't want anybody to see us together. So why don't you get out of the truck or the car or whatever they were in? Why don't you get out and... um.'" Take that piece of uh, rebar. Mm-hmm. Take that rebar and lay it where you put his body. Where you put his body. Again, still being recorded. Mm-hmm. So he's he's very good. I mm-hmm. mean, this guy was very good about getting the right words. Look how easy she gave up that gun. Right. Like the police did not expect that to go that easy. So anyway, so he's like, go put this piece of. Steal on <laughs> where you on the sidewalk or, you know driveway okay so she gets out of the truck and stupidly she goes and puts it where she like, laid okay. his body yeah like, okay. Okay. i i put Do-do-do. him right here oh but i didn't kill him okay so she <laughs> she puts it there they leave the police move in and you know, rope it off and everything, and they can't dig up that area until the next morning because they have to get what is it? A ex when they pull somebody out, ex- exhumation, whatever, excavate, excavate, yeah, ex masturbate, yeah, masturbation theater, <laughs> <laughs> ex exhumation, exhum, oh. exhume, Exume. So they can exhume Exume the, the body. body, yes, okay, so they're gonna exhume. They have to get all the right people to do it because he's been in there for months at this point. Like she he had he family hadn't seen him for nine months, I think, at this point. So all that. time, Wow. In nine months, nobody said, all right, let me go check. I mean, I don't know how long this investigation took, but it had been like nine months from this to this. So So he was under this concrete slab. For a long time, did she pour the concrete on that? Yes. So this is what happened. She ring a ding dings her husband, her ex husband. Oh, ex husband. Sorry, ex husband, and says, "Hey, can you go dig a hole at this such and such property because I want to burn trash, Mm -hmm. and I need a hole." So he's like, "Okay, sure, baby, I'll go dig that hole for you." And so, he dug the hole. Then she put in the she put the body in the hole by herself. They make that very clear, like all of this was done on her own. And I don't know why they're so clear about that, but they're very clear about it. So she puts the body in there. Then she calls a contractor and says, you know, "Hey, can you come and lay some concrete down? I need a big slab of concrete in the middle of nowhere." <laughs> They're probably thinking why, and she was. She told them it was so she could have a place to put her boat and cars. It's like what, like, in, and
1: they were probably like mansplaining away to her, like, like why honey, do you, you don't want, want to, to hear? It? Don't you want
0: to buy the house? Right, like this is a weird place to put it, but okay. Anyway, so unknowingly. They buried him under the concrete. So now the police are there and they have to have machinery come and pull him out and blah, blah, blah. So anyhow, so the next morning, that's when they did that. And and, and I'm not kidding. In her interviews and they're telling her like, but that's where they found his body and mm-hmm. it matches up to everything else. Right. And she's like, that's where we Buried money. We put $1 million in the ground. We put it there so it wouldn't get ruined by the weather. I mean, like. We put $1 million under a
1: concrete slab and then somebody else killed him, dug up the the concrete and (laughs) took the money and put
0: his body in there. Right. Because they were like. And you
1: didn't notice.
0: They're like, not $1 was found under that cement. That's what the lady was like. There's no money found there. Yeah. There was a body. Yeah. Yeah. Moran, you're dipshit. Okay, so blah 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 blah. Um, wow, that's oh, yeah, okay, so more than nine months since Abraham had been seen alive, his body has finally been found. Dee Dee Moore is now arrested for his murder. Dee Dee Dee, don't don't don't. Dee 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 (laughs) Dee 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 (laughs) Dee. Uh, she frantically denied killing him, and you should see her in those interviews. I love watching the detective, like, yell at her. Like, he's just so flabbergasted. Like, how do you think we are that stupid? How do you not see it? Like, how do you not see what you're saying doesn't make any sense? Right. He basically says that to her. Anyway, um, please say that six months after meeting D.D. And uh, these are quotes because I I literally wrote down what this officer was saying. Abraham and D.D. got into some kind of argument over... Money and his assets um, and his accounts and whatever. It appears she placed two rounds into his body. So she shot him in the chest and in the abdomen. Yeah, it's just so sad because what do you think he was thinking? He trusted her yeah and as he's standing there i mean he gets burned one last time like fuck me like why did i have to win the lottery right and then and then i bought you a lottery ticket i know thanks <laughs> thanks she i hope the- it's only two dollars no. <laughs> <laughs> no she then um had her ex-husband and that's what i told you he dug the hole blah 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 she is full of stories like ronald who she forgot she told greg he was fake then she tells the police (laughs) she forgets they have the recordings of her saying we're gonna make up this guy ronald who's a drug dealer right and then the police are questioning her
1: blames ronald yeah make believe ronald
0: Yeah. Ronald McDonald. The bunny rabbit did it. <laughs> and then so she's going to be like, Ronald did it. And then they're like, well, how come you were able to get a hold of Ronald then, but now we have you here and you can't get a hold of him for anything. Do you not see you're stupid? But anyway, the, it's it's interesting to watch. how It's interesting, like, talking to people because... I've, they truly believe yeah, what they they're believe saying because they, that's what makes them the liars. Exactly, Because I it's, know a couple of them. But it makes it so frustrating to talk to them too. Right. Because you're like, how, how are you make, trying to think that I would... Be- how are you thinking I'm so stupid that I'm going to believe what you're saying? Right. But then the way they... The reason they're so,
1: convincing. they're so
0: convincing is because they have to convince themselves of the lie before they can actually spew the lie right. out of their face. I know it's disgusting. Okay. And then I said, she continued lying even during her interviews with 2020 Crime Watch. She caused, so how many years <gasps> did she get? She caused, oh yeah, this is what I was getting to. She caused huge scenes in the courtroom. So even the judge, they, they silenced her mic because she wouldn't shut up. And so they silenced her mic. Then finally, the judge was like, you have got to stop it. If you don't stop it, you're out of here. Like, that's it. And so she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then there's one point she wants, she wants to keep getting continuances, like delay it, delay it, delay it. And um, she said, well, I, I had to be in the infirmary because I had toxic socks, so, a toxic shock syndrome and then they put me on this medication. And this happened. And because of my cuffs on my feet, this happened. And she starts, like, picking this whole crazy... Like, you could just see the judge sitting there going... His eyes eyeballs yeah. were rolling back into the back of his He's head. He's like, we're going to take a break so I can see if she was in the vir- infirmary and blah, 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 blah. I mean, it was just... And she's like, my tongue went numb. And this happened. I mean, she is oh my insane. God. She's insane. So then... um. Then they, finally, the jurors were thinking the same thing we all are and everybody else. And they were like, you're crazy. Oh, she kept addressing the, the jurors. And that pissed the, the, judge, the off. judge off. He was like, you stop looking at them. That's why when you see um, people in the court, their, their loyal, lawyers will tell them, do not make any expressions. Just look at your papers. You know, try to be very calm because they can't be looking at the jurors and making any kind of faces, rolling their eyes, commenting. She was doing all of it. Everything you're not supposed to do, she was doing. So the judge was finally like, I am not warning you again. Like, I'm over it. So anyway, she was pissing everybody off. And even her attorney, I think he was over it. Oh, she had all this money for this and that, and she wanted a public defender. And the judge was even questioning that. Like, wait, 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 hold on. You want the... the The state to pay for your, no,
1: (laughs) you have all this
0: money. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was crazy. She just, every little thing, like there's way more, even more than what I've given. But anyway, so bottom line is the jury was like, okay, we're over it. And you're guilty. First degree. What is it? First degree murder? Is that what it's called? Yeah. First degree murder in the first degree. She was found guilty. She was sentenced to life without parole. She probably
1: made it worse for herself. Those jurors were like, all right. Even if I didn't think you were guilty. Yeah, I hate bitch. you and I want you to go away.
0: <laughs> okay, but then on top of it, her um her attorney, you could tell her attorney was over it. She blamed her lawyer for cuz they were like, "Why do you think then the jury convicted you?" Like right. if you're so innocent and you have all this proof that you she's like it's my lawyer's fault. He 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 did it. He wouldn't let me. Oh my he, god! She, she said, can't
1: take responsibility uh-uh. for anything.
0: She said he wouldn't let me. Um, he wouldn't let me get on the stand and. He, the lo- the lawyer was like, we asked her, and we actually tried to get her to go on the stand. She did not. Oh, want that would have went over well. Yeah, right. And then the judge asks her, "Are you going to be testifying?" And she said, "No." And she, it was almost like she was taking the whole thing as a joke. There were so many times that she was laughing. And, right. She a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insane. Sounds so, like it. With that. And no remorse. Nothing. No. Even to this day, it's like she crazy. could give a shit less that she took a man's life. Mm-mm. You know what? I think there might have been a movie made, like a made-for-TV movie. You know, like Lifetime about this. I I kind of remember seeing it. Huh. Maybe I'm wrong. If I if I if I find it, I'll tell you before Tuesday. Okay, dokie. Anyway, isn't that an awesome? Like, do don do Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Freaky. What a t- story. Insane person. But anyway, Fucking here baby. I hope I hope we win. Me let's too. do our scratcher. Okay, let's, let's scratch. Hold on. Oh, we're using big money. We're using big money. All right, let's... Go. Okay. Go, 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 go. We're winners. Winners. Winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. No. Come on. Come on. Dang it. I did not win anything. Universe. Wait, right. what's the bonus mean? Scratch entire
1: play area. Reveal seven symbol and win. I didn't get any sevens.
0: That circle K doesn't have good energy. Pizza jet. All right. Well, we got another
1: chance to win the
0: pick. We're going to win. We're going to win. Well, I have an interesting story. Wait, can I take a pee break? (laughs) (laughs) And potty break. And we're back. Hello. One of these days we'll have
1: commercials.
0: Yes. And break's over. Yes. Party break is over. (laughs) Welcome back. So, my
1: story. I get to go second, and I also get to be a little tipsy when I'm doing it.
0: Oh, yes. So you're me. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you get lost like I do. But see, I wasn't even tipsy, and I got lost. But I'm going to put it, like, right there. It's fun when you write it
1: yourself, and you're throwing your own shit in it. I know. Most of the time, I'm just, like, kind of patching things together because i'm doing it at the last minute i kind of like
0: yours is more organized and mine's not it has to be because my brain is (laughs) you know how my brain is i just hope people get the gist of it (laughs) well thank god for your editing skills then they kind of get the gist of it yeah that's why i go edit Edit, cut stutter
1: all the times I go, oh, yeah, that.
0: <laughs> well, that's me doing this because um, look at how many times I write it before I actually get to like the meat. I mean, yeah, like I write it, I scratch it out because then I'll find new information. Right. I'm like, oh, fuck, now I got to start over because I don't have a fancy dancy computer to write. You need it a
1: off. fancy dancy computer. <laughs> yes, I do. This
0: here, that's goals goals 2020 goals i actually want to, i've been wanting to go look and see if i can find something cheap or fix the mac you know update it and fix it what year is it it's pretty old just get a new one yeah i was looking online <laughs> just kidding. there's ways to fix it but by the time you fit you know update it and fix it you can buy a new hundred dollar computer and right. run just as fine and then i don't the software need software that they use on the
1: older ones is yeah. just obsolete at the some point especially on the max
0: i don't need something fancy i just need something i can do writings on and this stuff on and get on our my our social media social media stuff yeah okay let's go what do i
1: got what do you have of jackie hernandez have you heard this one before okay so like a few years ago you already know i'm like into all these ghost stories like paranormal Mm -hmm. whatever like ghost hunters all that stuff so this started when the kids were little yeah and I just got like that's why we click
0: yeah thank god because remember when I met when I kind of met you I mean I knew you but then I had to be like somebody's coming through Allie I need you to tell um, Serena honestly when you first met me like i was a little bit less
1: open-minded yeah weirdly enough i still mm. like watching this stuff but i i just always felt like i was always just going to the edge of yeah. what i could get, go to there's a reason for everything yes there is so back then the story scared the shit out of me really now it doesn't so much uh. anymore because now i have a different perspective on the whole
0: thing but it <sighs> it's still kind of creepy okay I'm kind of glad that you did it, then, not me. I stay away from the too scary ones. Yeah. Oh, once. I know you do. Yeah. That's why we need to switch off
1: every now and, yeah. and then, so I can do a scary
0: one. Yeah. Scary. We should probably we should probably switch off a little more. Maybe once a month, huh? Maybe, maybe. Because I definitely can't. I mean, because they won't let me do the really. They're like, yeah. No, because you know they freeze my TV up, Right. They shut it off. They cut my speakers you're all, out. You're not allowed to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> because you're sensitive, more sensitive
1: right. to it. Yeah. All right. So this is the haunting of Jackie Hernandez. Back in 1989, Jackie mm. is freshly divorced. She's pregnant with her daughter and she has a toddler son. And she moves into this bungalow in San Pedro, California. She's struggling with being a newly single mother and trying to make ends meet. And she's working a couple of jobs. So she's like super stressed. Wow. Yeah.
0: Um, Doing it all by herself? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dang. Well, it sounds like her ex is kind of there in the periphery, like mm. helping her out here and there. But basically, she's doing it she's, on her own. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. doing it on her own. So, as she's there living her life, um, things start to happen in this brand new bungalow that she. Something about those moved California into. waters. I'm telling you. <laughs> At first, it's just mostly benign. Just like little things here and there, weird noises, bumps in the night. So she doesn't really like give it too much. She said San Jose, San, San Pedro. Pedro. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Then things start getting more weird. She she starts hearing things like up in the attic, mm. like they love the rolling attic. around up in there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did she thinks somebody was living up there.
1: No, because it was is not a huge attic. Yeah, it wasn't a small attic either. So she
0: kind of knew it was. There was only
1: one way to get up into the <laughs> attic, and that was through this small little... We had one of these little entrances in our closet in our old house.
0: Oh, is it like the little... Like yeah. a little square? Yes. a little square. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and it's right above her, like in her laundry room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the only way to get in or out of the attic is up there. So she definitely felt like she's not alone. And at one point, one of her friends over, and they hear a bang in the kitchen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they both go in there. And the picture that was on the wall is now all the way across the kitchen, mm-hmm. standing up next to the sink. And the two nails that were in the wall, like, holding it up, like, so you can mount the mm-hmm. picture, are standing straight up on the table. The pointy ends up, Mm-mm. and, yeah, and the head's down. That's freaky. Yeah, and they're just standing straight up like that. That's There's fr- no way they landed like no. that. No, nope, no, nope, So nope. that was, like, a definite, like, hey. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to get their attention. So... She also claims to have seen lights floating around, witnessed by other people, um, pungent odors. Oh, yeah, they
0: like to do that. The weird odors. Objects moving on their own. You know, cat pee is a big odor they like to do. Really? Yeah, if you don't have cats. Even if you do, but if you smell the strong cat pee odor, yeah. that's sometimes a very negative energy.
1: Is it really? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Weird, I, right? Yeah.
0: Because there's time I'd be like, did shadow pee in here? And then I, this is when it first was, you know, I want you so it's dark. Right. And then I'd be like, oh, I remember my mentor. I would sage it out and never, never again. Really? Because mm-hmm. I remember her telling me about that. I've
1: heard of like sulfurous odors or like yeah. things smelling like death, mm-hmm. like the smell of death. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never it's heard of cat pee. never
0: a pretty smell. No. Pretty smells angelic yes yucky smell is something else
1: Ugh. at some point she lets yeah. her landlord know that about the activity and they ask her if they can call in a priest and she's like oh, okay yeah so the priest brings another priest there in the house walking through the priest and i kind of watched a dramatization of this mm-hmm. on um i think it's called oh, where they do the reenactment paranormal, Wit- paranormal witness uh-huh Actually ordered
0: it so that I could watch oh. it
1: because I watched it before and I was like, "Where did I watch this before?" Mm-hmm.
0: So, anyways, is it where they have like the real people telling the story and then yeah, somebody reenacting? Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And in that paranormal witness, which the original thing I saw wasn't paranormal witness, but in paranormal witness, they kind of embellished a little bit. It felt like, mm-hmm. but anyways, so
0: can we sidebar? Yeah. This little puppy is getting like the best little face and ear massage. She's loving she it right now. digging it. She loves you. <laughs> okay. Sorry.
1: She's been super needy mm. lately and I haven't her, been the most loving. I love her. Because she wants to climb on top of me and... Okay. So, mama dogs... Mm-hmm. eat their baby shit
0: oh they so, eat shit anyway, yeah so but.
1: in the so in the oh. beginning it didn't really bother me because she's like breastfeeding them I'm like okay it's just I'd breastfeeding. let her
0: just eat it clean it up girl yeah but now but then they want to lick you well it. then
1: yeah and she wants <laughs> to lick you all the time Mm -hmm. now I'm feeding them dog food and it's definitely stinkier Mm. and she still wants to keep and I was reading that they kind of stop at some point she hasn't stopped Mm. so it's kind of grossing me out Mm. so I'm trying to get to it before she does Mm. and it doesn't always work out that way but I'm just like it's not doggy treats
0: it's puppy shit
1: I need to brush her teeth
0: Oh, look at her, look at how sweet she is Though she's She's just gazing at me she's like oh wow you love me I do love hers Okay. All right. Where was I? I'm so sorry. I just had to sidebar because she's just the sweetest damn thing ever. I want her. Can you come home with me? I'll I'll take her home. You take her home? Mm -hmm.
1: I'll bring her back, but (laughs) I'll take her home. She'll make you crazy.
0: Maybe I'll just come and spend time with her. Okay. Sorry. So anyways, the
1: landlords ask her if they can bring in a priest. and The priest comes in, brings a friend, and I don't know what religion what denomination they are but right away they come in and they start like going through her stuff and they're like what like she has this collection of dolls and they pull out a doll and they're like what is this this is a voodoo doll what and then she has a fish tank and there's like one of those like skull oh, thingies that you put it the- just right. decoration whatever and they're telling her that she's inviting this stuff into her house Get- out so they're making her super uncomfortable and then they ask if they can bless her son and her son is like not having it yeah i'd and be like no they're pretty much telling her the kids like possessed
0: oh my gosh
1: and she's like what and oh, so
0: she's pretty-
1: they leave and she's <laughs> she just doesn't
0: like, i stopped so she came not put her head between my legs that's hilarious she's like wait what I'm still here shorty shorty I'm needs totally some love. interrupting your story it's okay I'm sorry. that was too cute though did you so- see how fast she moved
1: <laughs> I saw her little body just go right under there. So the whole encounter makes her uncomfortable.
0: Um, it would make me uncomfortable. Yeah. I'd be like, bye bye, you're the problem. So then a few days
1: later, I guess she's going to school at the same time. So she's doing homework. So she's trying to get stuff done for a paper, and mm-hmm. she gets a knock at the door, and it's Child Protective Services. <gasps>
0: they called on her. Yeah, and basically assholes. said
1: that she was on hallucinogenics or something. And what? The yeah, heck? and she was pregnant. What? Yeah. So she gets like through that whole thing, but it makes yeah. her not want to tell, open up about oh, what's yeah. going on in the either. house to anybody. I wouldn't say a damn thing. So a few months later, her da- daughter's finally born, mm. and in the middle of the night, she could hear breathing noises, like things start to pick up a little. Mm-hmm. So she starts searching the house, and she goes to check on her kids, and mm-hmm. she walks into the room. One's floating in the air. No, no. <laughs> But she sees a man sitting on no. one of her kids' beds. Uh uh. On the bottom bunk. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Yeah. A real a man. A fully formed man. And she said that the way he looked at her was super menacing. It wasn't like he wasn't like a benevolent spirit. He right. was just like he he was looking at her angrily, like it freaked her out. Whoa. It didn't make her feel good. Right. Not so, like
0: I'm a sweet angel hovering over your children. No. Oh my gosh, that's so scary.
1: The words she uses to to describe him are ghoulish. Oh, yeah. So during this, she also discovers a weird plasma-like liquid dripping out of the wall. What? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's like just dripping out of you her cabinet You know I have to go home wall. by myself, right? I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and You're I just like, got Hola. done telling. I just got done telling you stuff. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, thanks. I'm sorry. A lot. Good thing I'm very well protected at my house. You are. I am. You the might angels.
1: have to send me some of that projection. <laughs> so yeah, there's this weird, weird plasma-like liquid oozing out of the walls. Um, she's also having violent and vivid dreams mm. where she's being beaten to death in a San Pedro in the San Pedro Harbor. Oh. One other major thing: at some point, she looks up into the oh. attic and she sees a severed head coming towards her. And what makes her do that is she hears these noises and she's like, what the hell is up there? Finally, she goes and like opens that little opening mm. and sticks her head up there. And yeah, the severed head comes at her.
0: If I were her, I would be sleeping, making all my kids sleep with me. Yeah. There's Same. No way. Same.
1: Especially since they're so little.
0: Yeah. Because they are so little. (laughs) Exactly.
1: And because I would be scared and I'd feel safer with them in the bed, too. Like, having those extra warm bodies.
0: Yeah. Plus, they're innocent and they're protected in my eyes. Right.
1: So, she ends up in a panic at her neighbor's house and her friend... Susan ends up calling Dr. Barry Taff. He's a parapsychologist, and she explains to him what's going on and that there's children involved. And so they uh. make an appointment to come out. Um, Barry Conrad and Dr. Barry Taff, they've investigated numer- numerous paranormal encounters, including the 1974 incident known as the Ennity case. Have you ever heard of that one? Uh-uh. Okay.
0: I almost thought you were going to say the Amityville one.
1: No, this one's this one actually was a movie. Oh. And okay, so I haven't seen certain scary movies. Yeah. But I've seen this one, and I think mm. this is one that Albert made me. Did I tell you that when me and Albert got together, Mm-mm. because I had such a sheltered childhood. He made and you he, watch certain things. He, we literally would go to Hollywood Video and just like bring oh, home big stacks of VHS tapes, <laughs> and we'd stay there. Watch. That was our Netflix Mm-mm. and chill.
0: Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah,
1: it was his mission in life to... Corrupt it, you with all these yes, things. Yes, to mm. introduce me to all these horror movies. So, the Entity was one of them.
0: Wait a minute. I think I have heard of it. The entity. 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 Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't tell you anything about it, but I've heard of it.
1: So, basically, this spirit is coming to this woman and basically... Having violating her in her own home. Mm. And it's a real case. Mm. And in the movie, I don't don't know so much in real life, but in the movie, they basically like replicate her house in this big old like just laboratory area, like huge laboratory area. And they start like experimenting on her and the whole entity thing. Yeah. So supposedly it's a true story. And this is one of the guys that dealt with that case. It's considered one of the most well-documented and scientifically researched hauntings. The case was the basis of a 1983 movie starring Barbara Hershey. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Taff acted as an advisor on the film. Yeah, that movie freaked me the fuck out. I'm just just going to tell you, it freaked me the fuck out. Like something coming and messing with you in Mm -hmm. that way.
0: No, no, no.
1: All right. So enough of that. In August of 1989, Dr. Barry Taft showed up at the residence as soon as he could. He brought with him his friend, accomplished cameraman, Barry Conrad. There was also a few associates of Dr. Taft involved in the first visit to Jackie's house. They were immediately hit with a putrid stench as soon as they entered. Mm. They couldn't find the source of the odor not long after. While Dr. Taft was asking her questions, a very loud crash came from above them. Mm -mm. So, of course, everyone froze. Right. And then in a boom an even louder bang. Jackie made her way to her kitchen and pointed towards the ceiling. She told the investigators that it was coming from up in the attic, and then she knew exactly what it was, that it was the severed head she had had seen floating there before. Yeah. The investigators opened the attic door that was in the kitchen, or actually it was in her laundry room, and hoisted themselves up along with their cords and camera equipment. I'm going to tell you that a lot of like there's st-
0: wait not- wait i'm sorry but my sound is off and we started getting feedback from my phone that's weird look it's off the thing is down why did that happen i don't know that was weird so go ahead what were you saying
1: so anyway she tells them about the floating head
0: yeah yeah, yeah. okay they- so do they believe her about the floating head i think or they're they kind they like, of like mm-hmm. at first
1: they're like kind of like what yeah and then they're like okay let's go up there and investigate yeah they all go up there they found nothing besides junk, dust, and cob- cobwebs.
0: So, wait. So, she, when she opened it up that time, it wasn't a dream she was having that she saw the no, severed head. real life. I thought it was a dream. No.
1: That okay. was actually real
0: life. Oh, dang.
1: Also, at this time, she's just sitting in her living room minding her own business, uh-huh. and the spirit chucked. A can of Pepsi at her head.
0: What? Yeah. That happened at a client's house, at somebody's house that I went to.
1: That That's crazy. Not that it got chucked at
0: their head, but I right. mean, glass bottles were being... Yeah, so things are
1: things oh, are definitely going down. You're getting
0: scared. Yeah. <laughs>
1: getting nervous.
0: Which is our scared. We're scared right now. Okay. Wait, sidebar. Because my um, security thing was kind of messing around last night. Aiden slept on the couch. Mm-hmm. At my house, and I was watching it because it kept going off, and it was going off because all these spirits was flying all spirit was flying all over him. But it was really bright spirit flying all around. Did him. you catch that? Near I did catch it, but I didn't. I didn't record it, which I should have recorded it. Oh wait, it did. It saved it. Right. Yeah, it was cool. You're gonna have to show me that one. Sorry, sidebar over. Okay. It's just we're on the subject. I love the subject.
1: I know, so do I. It's like so intriguing. <sighs>
0: it's so addicting. Okay.
1: I was sick the other day, and I you like spent me. the a- afternoon watching um, Paranormal <laughs> Lockdown. Oh my gosh, so good. So good. UK, the UK <clears throat> one. Have you watched I like that one. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that one's even actually better. It's than so some of the good. Ones. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's they're not being overly dramatic. I like the girl. I can't
1: remember what her name is, but oh, I, I like her. Know. She's just like super, just like.
0: Yeah. And I like that they sleep in the place and that they just, yeah, they just kind of, I mean, she's pretty badass because she's just like, I'll sleep here by myself in this dark, crazy
1: place. And she'll usually be pretty honest. Like if things are too uncomfortable for her, Mm -hmm. she's just like.
0: Yeah. And if nothing happens, she's like, nope, nothing happened. Right. He he gets more jumpy than she does. Yeah,
1: he definitely does. I think that's from his Time with Zach. Yeah. <laughs> it's a carryover. All right. So, okay. So they go up there. They don't find anything. It's just dust, cobwebs, junk, whatever. So later on, they all regroup in the living room. Jackie admits to everyone of having, like she explains to them, having heard what sounded to her like a muffled voice coming from the attic a few months before. Mm -hmm. And one day, she decided to investigate what the voice was, and she popped her head through the attic door. Armed with only her flashlight, Jackie saw nothing or nobody inside the dark and dusty attic. However, when she shined the light in the corner... She told the investigator that a floating disembodied voice or disembodied head came at her. Jackie said she had never gone up there since and hasn't told anyone about it until now.
0: Okay, that's not freaky. That's a, <clears throat> a little freaky. Yeah. Yeah. But see, why is she stay? I'd be like in a hotel. I know, and a lot of people ask her else. that,
1: but think about the fact that she's a single mom. She didn't yeah, have she a lot of the money. money. Yeah. So yeah. she didn't have any choice but to stay yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. these guys kind of were her last. Besides the priests or whatever, like this was her last resort. Resort. She's like, maybe they'll help me get rid of whatever's in yeah. this house. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's like begging you to tickle her. <laughs> she's like hair. rub my belly. Rub your belly. That, that's her rub rub my belly position. Like
0: probably hurting.
1: No, I think she likes it. I always feel like I'm molesting her.
0: <laughs> I know, but like you know, remember when? Yeah. Were-
1: no, they're definitely a lot less than they were before, and it's not as angry and red down there that's probably
0: why she probably wants it massaged yes this (laughs) smells great (laughs) look at her oh here we go (laughs) okay
1: and she also told them about weeks prior soda cans as well as other random objects were flung at her by unseen hands (gasps) whoa dr taff was also
0: what i want to know does this happen when the kids are home and awake yes but interestingly mm. enough,
1: in some of the documentaries, she talks about the fact that she was trying to tell her her ex about it. Mm. And he, like he even admitted on when I watched that paranormal witness thing, mm-hmm. he thought it was like she was trying to get his attention. Like mm. she was just like, mm-hmm. look at what's going on with me. Come and help me. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was thinking. He didn't believe any of it mm. in the beginning until he had an, an encounter himself. Oh,
0: good, good, good. I mean, it is. Listen, it's hard to believe. Even when I talk about things, you know, with my life or my house or, you know, good experiences, obviously. Right. But even when I talk about things, listen, it's hard to believe, especially right. if you're not a believer. But if you've never experienced anything, which I can almost say almost every single person has, they just have brushed it. It just was probably my You tried to explain it, it, it away. It. Yeah. yeah, you rationalize it. And most of it can be. She's purring. Um and you can you can rationalize it but but something like that it does sound crazy it sounds crazy so usually people do keep it to right. themselves until they can't anymore
1: and and remember it's her friend <clears throat> that ends up calling these guys in it wasn't uh-huh. really even her she uh-huh. was she she's she still
0: like scarred from the last yeah. People.
1: So anyways, she's telling about all this. Oh, so they also collected samples of the viscous ooze that was dripping from her walls and cupboards.
0: Oh. Oh, so they saw that?
1: They saw it. Oh. They saw it that night. And they mm-hmm. went and had it analyzed and it turned out to be blood plasma.
0: What? Specifically the
1: blood of a male with the heavy iodine copper content. And in some of the videos they talk about smelling a heavy smell of iodine um, when they came in there. That's insane. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah. That's freaky to me. Super freaky. That is freaky. All right. So wrapping up for the night, when one of the assistants asks uh, a guy named Jeff Wheatcraft, Mm -hmm. who's one of the photographers there, to go up into the attic and snap some pictures. Barry Conrad also followed him up into the attic, which is basically just a small wood door above her laundry room. While in the attic, Wheatcraft's camera was violently and inexplicably... Pulled from his hands, the lens and the body of the camera were thrown forcibly, landing in opposite ends of the room. Yeah. After this, they wrap up for the night so they could review and assess and promise to return. And she kind of talks about it. Yeah, she's kind of like, okay, that's it. You're not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. You just came in here and like got a bunch of footage and you guys left. Like you came and riled the shit up and now you're gone. Like I think she was a little upset about that, expecting (laughs) something else.
0: I stop. I'm petting her right here. I stop. She lifts her paw up to like nudge me. Oh, yeah.
1: She's never going to leave you alone (laughs) now. She's like, somebody's giving me attention.
0: Oh, I just, it's therapeutic to me too. All
1: right. So in September, so this was August, the end of August when they were there before. In September of 1989, the team returns after a frantic phone call from Jackie. The activity had increased after their initial visit and Jackie was afraid for her life and for her children.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: On this second visit, the investigators were able to film several small, sometimes large, corpuscular masses of light. Mm. In other words, and they actually, like, I saw some footage where you could see, like, the light just kind of, like, you see it together and then it, like, kind of, like, breaks apart. Yeah, it was really weird. So I'll have to show you that. Yeah. Oh, I no. might even, well, if I, you're <laughs> like, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. All right. In other words, small globs of light that traveled across through the rooms and you even see them go through her head in some uh-uh. of the footage. Yeah. They were able to film the unexplained <laughs> lights zooming in and out of the place. Jeff and Gary went up into the attic. Jeff wanted to figure out what happened to him just a few weeks prior. As they both snapped away, nothing was happening. Gary mentioned that they should probably get back downstairs. And they're making their way back down when all of a sudden it went pitch black. And Jeff let out a gasp. As Gary turned around, he snapped a photograph in total darkness. So what had happened was Jeff, who's behind him, has a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Jeff drops his flashlight. Mm-hmm. So it just goes completely dark in there. So the other guy has a camera. The one that's like closer to the exit has a camera. So he just starts flashing it so that he in Jeff's direction, just so that he can get some light in there right. and kind of give Jeff like a to come. Yeah. Come guide. Me. Yeah. Mm-mm. And he had ends up catching something. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm gonna show you a picture really Mm-mm. quick. You all don't show me the picture. Mm-mm. I am gonna show you a
0: picture. You all. Don't. I'm scared. I don't deal with dark. I'll show you a picture right now when I'm done. Oh, she just cliffhangered me. That's all right, all right. <laughs>
1: all right, okay. As Gary turned around, he snapped a photograph in total darkness. But he wasn't snapping photographs. He was like trying to light Lighting up the dark. Light. yeah Yeah. The flash momentarily illuminated his friend's terror-stricken face. Jeff had been hung up on a rafter by a pair of unseen hands. No. Below at the same moment, Barry, Jackie, and her friend Susan heard the commotion above and helped a confused and pale Jeff out of the attic. Wrapped around his neck was a clothesline wire... And now in the now famous pictures, you can clearly see Jeff Wheatcraft's look of terror, head tilted to one side, clothesline wrapped tightly around his neck. When Jeff was able to compose himself, he told him that he was making his way down right behind Gary when he felt someone put the noose around his neck. And Mm -hmm. and this all happened like instantaneously Mm -hmm. and yanked hard and hoisted him up on the rafter. Gary had ran back and had to lift Jeff up in order to unhook the noose from the large nail it was hung on. Mm-mm. So later on when they're talking about this, like in different interviews, this other guy, Gary, he's saying that there was like literally after they had inspected everything, there was only two nails in the whole attic. So there's no way he would even know that that nail was there in the dark. Mm-mm. All right. So I'm going to show you the picture. Now. I'm
0: scared. I'm scared. <gasps> that is the freakiest.
1: Okay, come on. I have chills. It was all instantaneous. There's no way he even, like...
0: Oh, wait. Look at this one. Nope. Mm -mm.
1: Nope. Nope. Creepy, right? Yeah. All right, guys. I'll put that on... Definitely on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and it'll be on our website. Um, Mm -hmm. It was later determined that the rope was tied in a nautical Mm -hmm. bowline knot used commonly by seamen working... The San Pedro docks. Mm-mm.
0: So, what is this? What is this? semen So, seaman. <laughs> I just realized it. Seaman. When I when I heard you say it, I wanted to crack a joke, and I did it. And then I said it, and I seaman. Seaman. What is he so mad about?
1: He's obviously all. To, we'll get to that.
0: Hmm. We'll okay, that. you know his story?
1: I, I know the, story. the theory of his story.
0: <laughs> seaman.
1: Seaman. The seaman. Seaman. The angry seaman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> seaman, that's why. I... <laughs> All right. The wine. The wine. wine's getting to us. It is a little.
1: Me more than you. Oh, yeah. wait. You finally finished. I All did. Right, Let's finish. Let's tip you off there a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. okay shortly after the San Pedro incident Jackie having had enough finally moves okay so let me just tell you she she left that night oh finally she was like I'm done uh-uh. mm-hmm. actually in the footage you can see her like kind of backing out of there having the baby like she's like I'm out she's like mm-hmm. let's leave you guys this is it this mm-hmm. is it let's go yeah and then I think she's just like in such a frenzy mm-hmm. that they actually show her like she's on the front porch and I guess she was like In her mind, she was like, don't touch my kids. Like, don't touch my Mm -hmm. kids. And then when she's out on the front porch, she notices that her daughter, her daughter's in the carrier. Mm -hmm. She notices that there's like a mark on her daughter's head. No. And it turns out to be like lipstick or something like that. But it's obviously like, it it messed with the baby. Like, hey, I can touch your kids no matter what. Mm. So... Me, I'm like, maybe it was her kid, because she's got a two-year-old kid mm-hmm. running around there. Like, maybe it's her other kid, like messing around with her lipstick. Yeah. I don't know. It could have been anything. But at this point, she's in such a frenzy. She's thinking she's everything like, crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. This is done. And and then it literally made an attempt on somebody's life. Yeah, that's in her insane. house.
0: That's insane. Uh, that's like. Over, that's scary. Done. Yeah. yeah.
1: So she was like, "That was every nobody returned to that house." Because listen, that's
0: one thing we tell, like when I talk to people. Because the movies scare people. Hollywood scares people, and so when people get the knocks and stuff in their house, I always have to tell people, like, it's not like the movies. They're not gonna be aggressive. This. This that you're talking about. This is, this this is, is about unusual.
1: One in one hundred.
0: Yeah, it's not something that is very common. And right. Happens all more the time. than a hundred. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, mm-hmm. that I'm telling you. When I first watched this, this was a while ago. This is mm-hmm. so, so. This is 1989. This is before Ghost Hunters. This is before yeah. Paranormal Witnesses. This is before all of these shows. Mm-hmm. These are like these guys were like, and they had at that time you know, cutting edge stuff, right? like right. cameras and whatever. And while they were in there, their claims are, because of course there's this famous picture that you just saw, mm-hmm. but they didn't get a lot of other, they got, they kept saying that their equipment kept going down. Oh, well that's, what, and that's uh, yeah. pretty.
0: I mean, even good, good spirit can make the cameras go down because the energy is strong and it right. just like zaps it out.
1: Right. All right. So shortly after that, um, Jackie, Finally having enough, she finally moves about 300 miles away to a small town called Walden in California. Um, However, whatever was in the house seems to have attached itself to her.
0: No. Yes.
1: Jackie soon starts experiencing more phenomenon in her new house. One night when Jackie was helping a neighbor store a TV in her shed, she claimed that the screen flickered on and the image of the old man from the San Pedro house like was on the screen, Mm-mm. the corner of the screen. And she wasn't the only one that saw it. Her neighbors saw it as well. This and a few other events prompted her to call Barry Conrad and Jeff Wheatcraft. So these again guys come. But this oh, wait,
0: are these different guys? No, these are the same guys. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Jeff Wheatcraft is a guy that got the, right, thing the news around, and okay. Barry Conrad was the investigator, the photographer. Yeah. Um, when they arrive, they decide to hold a seance.
0: <gasps> no yes. and with
1: a Ouija board. <laughs> no, what is
0: wrong with them?
1: Um, so the apparition They ask it like a number of questions. Zappershin claims to be the ghost of a man murdered in the San Pedro Harbor. It also informed them several other spirits were haunting the area and Jeff had been targeted in an attack because he looked like the spirit's murderer.
0: Ooh, that's terrifying.
1: The ghost revealed it was using Jackie for her energy. Yeah. And when they asked her what kind of energy, it said dead. Before signing off, claiming the sun was coming up, just as the electronic equipment seemed to malfunction... And then Jeff was attacked again by an unseen force, leaving him physically fine, mm. but with lasting paranoi- paranoia. So, mm. like, he was, like, definitely took something away from that. Mm. Jackie moved several times over the course of the next few years, and with each move, the activity lessens. So some of the explanations. A few different theories floating around. The first being that she was being haunted by an entity, of course. And then... Dr. Barry Taft believed that the ghost to be that of Herman Hendrickson, I guess they researched this, mm. a 28-year-old man whose body was discovered floating in the harbor in March of 1930. The death was officially ruled an accident by the Los Angeles Police Department. Taft also believed the ghost mm. of the haggard old man. So they were, she said that there was the disembodied head. Right. And the haggard old man that was sitting on her kid's bed. They were two different people. Like she's. Two different faces, two different feelings, two different. So the death was officially ruled an accident by the Los Angeles Police Department. Taff also Hmm. believed the ghost of the haggard old man was that of John Damon, who originally built the home and perhaps still resides there. Oh,
0: Nikki didn't want to leave? Yeah. Like how I'm going to haunt my home?
1: Exactly. (laughs) Um, But this, there was like going back and forth Mm -hmm. through all these sites, there was conflict alternate theory out there in the internet world that coming from dr taff as well Mm -hmm. he's been quoted as saying that there's no such thing as paranormal it's a misnomer he claims it's all a complex psychological phenomenon known as rspk or recurrent spontaneous psychokinesis or zero point energy where the mind physically manifests the perceived paranormal events Like the entity case, he believes that there is something more complex at work. Her own unconscious mind was emitting so much power that it was manipulating the objects and manifesting these ghosts. Mm. Basically, she was haunting the hell out of herself.
0: I mean, listen, uh, we do create our own energy. What he's talking about does happen. Right. So um, there are people who believe like, There's something going on in my house. And I've gone and said, you are doing it. This is your energy is creating this. So I even had my, um, my goddaughter and she would, every time we would leave our house, she would text me and be like, something's going on over here. Like there's noises and blah, blah, blah. But we'd be home and nothing. Right. And I finally was like, it's you, your energy and like these negative forces around you. You're creating this these sounds it's it's really happening but it's your energy correct creating it so right. he's right that does happen right but that's not what was happening right and there and part of their
1: theory was because she was going under so much pressure mm-hmm. and but i don't yeah. think it really
0: like that made her the victim right like it it made her more susceptible to that energy and that's why it was feeding off of her. Right. And and that's why it was hard to get rid of it. Because right. that happens too. Like if, if something negative is around and you are able to ignore it and not pay attention to it, it will move on and go to something else. Right. Because it... It, it feeds off of it, your fear. Yeah. And it feeds off of the attention from that fear. So right. if you can be brave enough and tough it out and not pay it attention, no. it'll move on. So... Come here. So, um, that's why it it probably magnified with her too. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't think it. I don't think mm-hmm. that theory applies to her. Honestly, I don't. Like,
0: I mean, she was very no, vulnerable. I think she was. Going what you're saying things. is right, but yeah. right. yeah. what he's saying it doesn't yeah. apply. Right, you're right.
1: Um. The third theory was that it was just a grand hoax, which Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, like, if you see the footage. Oh, hell no, it's not a hoax. If you see the footage, you're just like.
0: "Mm." It doesn't sound like it.
1: Um, To this day, the house on 593 West 11th Street has seen many tenants Mm -hmm. come and go. Some have reported hearing strange bumps and sounds coming from Mm -hmm. the dusty dark attic. Mm -hmm. But I think, like you said, that, you know, like, sometimes when you come into a home, that energy, like, specifically, like, kind of, like, connects with something mm-hmm. within you or with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it just attached itself to her. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, it could have also been something that she brought into the house, right. like maybe a yard sale or something like that. Like this is just me. It's like,
0: a vibrational energy though. So, you know, you know, the video I have of the energy, like I have cleared people, right. You know, that black. So like, that's all. Um, if you're, if you're sad and you listen to sad music, it makes you more sad. Right. So if you're sad and your vibration is low and you're at the grocery store and there's a lower vibrational energy flight floating around, that energy is going to be like, hmm. Hi. Well, yeah. Let's hmm, be friends. She's more sad than this person. I'm going to hop over to her. Right. And it's going to cling on to her. And so... That could be what happened is that it it went and clinged down to her because her vibration was low. It's a it's all of us and those energy they're all it's all based on vibration. So if her vibration was low, which it was, because she was going through so much, it found it easy to cling on to her. And then everybody that was coming in, well, they're feeding off of it because they're there to find it right yeah no Anyways, i agree
1: sorry no no that was pretty much my story
0: <sighs> that, was a, oh my God, that was a good one and i'm afraid to go home <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to like
1: you can rent this on mm. prime video yeah and that's not happening hulu or yeah. um it's also on you youtube paranormal t- witness it's season two episode mm. two
0: you guys should definitely do that but there's definitely
1: a lot of free stuff (laughs) if you just look up um jackie hernandez haunting or san
0: pedro house Mm
1: -hmm. it's on youtube
0: if if, yeah if i wasn't i just can't put that stuff because once i start thinking about it then i will say it's too i'm too too sensitive Sensitive, Mm -hmm. right
1: and then um there's also a book out there called an unknown encounter a true account of the San Pedro haunting by Barry Conrad, which was one of the guys and
0: this is such when
1: I story. was on Reddit, they were saying it was a pretty detailed mm. It's actually a pretty detailed account. So what yeah, I gave you that. wasn't a very detailed account.
0: It's a longer story than that. <laughs> she is ridiculous right oh, now. That was a very I'm gonna give that one a two thumbs yeah. up. That was a good story. You did good. Way more exciting than some of the stories I do because I don't do them scary. You don't do the scary one? (laughs) Nope. Mm -mm.
1: Now now I'm going to cuddle up to Albert even though he's got cooties right now.
0: (laughs) No, because I'm telling you, I've told you, as soon as they say even the E word or D word. Or the Ouija
1: word. Yeah,
0: they cut my TV off or they freeze it or they shut my speakers off. I'm telling
1: mm-hmm. you that you've never seen anybody move so fast in their life mm-hmm. as when I'm watching one of these shows and they pull mm-hmm. out a Ouija board.
0: <laughs> you- I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's hilarious.
1: No, I'm not mm-hmm. into no. One of um, my I don't sisters like it when they do the seances.
0: So yeah, but I'm telling you, there is a uh, person that does what I do. And even had a TV show for a second, like literally a second. And one of the things that she did on it was, and I was shocked as a seance. And I was like, what are you doing? Like that, I mean, I guess that's not, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, I guess the word seance kind of throws people off, but that, and it's not how I work or how they teach me to work, Mm -hmm. but it's just so, to me, it's a, it's not the light way to go. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah.
1: I don't like the whole Ouija board thing freaks me out. Mm -hmm. When I was in high school, um, my sister's one of her best friends, Actually, had messed with the Ouija board, mm-hmm. and something attached itself mm-hmm. to her, and was basically trying to get her to kill herself. Oh
0: my gosh! Yeah, does she have to go outside or something? <laughs> she is acting weird. Yeah, she's like, "Can well, not talk insane. about this stuff anymore?" No. Wow, that is terrifying. Yeah, that and I've already was terrified of that kind of stuff, and yeah. We, I had one, and when we were kids, when I was a kid, I mean, we got rid of it, and it was the craziest thing. I kept having dreams of it reappearing. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And I didn't know anything about, like... I mean, I knew that you shouldn't have them. That's why I got rid of it. But it's like, I remember throwing it away and then I would have dreams of it coming back. Right. Like just reappearing. It's crazy that some people think it's just a board game. Yeah. It, the only... It is. It's a board game that when used, opens a door to the unknown. Right. And in... Um, Negative attention wants attention too. And right. so it's no different than tarot cards or any other element that is used looking in the mirror or so if using it like protected
1: when you're, you're doing those kind of things or you're, you're like already a at a low vibration, which she was, my sister's
0: friend was yeah. already in a depressed state when this happened. It like, you're opening because negative attention wants attention too and they all look and sound alike right so remember the picture with Anna like they took she took the picture right. it was a beautiful picture but I knew it was not right, right. her dad who was an energy off over yeah <laughs> Also knew it wasn't okay, but but Anna didn't know, you didn't know, right? And so it was very innocent. But you, I remember sitting there with her, and she like (laughs)
1: texted you the picture, and you're like, "Delete this now!" Yeah, (laughs) and she she's
0: like, "Oh my god!" She said, "Delete this now!" I'm like, "Delete it now!" (laughs) (laughs) And I've never said that, but I I've never said that to somebody before, and. I know, and it was a really cool-looking picture, but it was like, get rid of it. I can't even have it on my phone. I don't want it near me. Right. But that's why I tell people, do not... When I when I take videos for people of their loved ones, I always say, don't go home and do this because I know the doors that are open. I know who I'm talking to. I know that I'm protected. I know that the doors are guarded by certain angels. Like, right. I'm very protected. If you go home and you do this, you are not right. even. Well, well, I always say this prayer before I do something. That's great, but you really have no idea. You have no idea what you're opening. Right. And then, then people end up calling me saying this is happening or that's happening or, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just keep getting sick or I'm very depressed or this is happening you opened that fucking door like I told you not to. Right. And now now you want me to come and close it. Right. And um, to take
1: whatever's attached itself to you. Yeah.
0: And I have to risk me now to get rid of it. Right. You're welcome. Creepy. Yeah. Scary. Well can I just sage? I mean no sage is just smoke unless you know what you're doing with it. Really. So and you're welcome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That was a scary-ass story. That was. And Carleen will be back with her chipper ghost stories. Do we need a
1: sage now? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm glad I'm not staying here. <laughs>
1: Isn't it weird how far I've come? Like, mm-hmm. I was afraid mm-hmm. to visit you in the beginning.
0: Yeah, now you're telling scary-ass stories on a podcast. And you keep feeling the goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know. That's shorty. Well, you have
0: lots of scratches on your That arm. was from Shorty. She's yeah. trying to get out of here. Anyways. Have you lost weight? Um, no. You look like you've lost some weight. Maybe. Could be. I'm well, could be. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we have to give her a treat. I know. I have here, go. can I kiss this? You don't want to kiss her mouth. Yeah, come on, poopy. No, don't kiss give her me, mouth. Give me a poopy kiss.
1: Don't kiss her mouth. Give
0: me a poopy kiss.
1: No. Me, don't do it. Kisses. Don't do it.
0: Mom. No. Mm-hmm. She eats her baby shit. Right, come on, she's not giving me Don't any time. Give me some time, please. No. <laughs> she's going. That human might eat her she's baby like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her licking her crotch. Chingo! <laughs> <And jingle. laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god.
1: That's hilarious. All right, right. this was fun. That was fun. Two hours and 11 minutes in. Hey guys, if you want to support us, we have a Patreon page. It's Tipsy Tales uh, on Patreon. Do it. You can get to it literally from our webpage, (laughs) tipsy-tales.com. She She licked you. Oh, uh. no, no. Stop it. Carlene. All right. We're going to have to end this now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I was going to tongue the dog. And if you want to get in touch with Carlene, you can reach her at uh, Psychic on Facebook, Psychic Medium Carlene Higgins. I need to put it right here. Yeah. Psychic Medium, C A R L E N E H I G G I N S. Or on Yahoo at Carlene dot spirit at yahoo.com.
1: Yay. Also, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
0: On the Twitter. On on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Oh, I need to get on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said earlier. She's making fun of me. Okay. And if you would like to spread the word about our beautiful yes, podcast. Right? Yes. And our, and oh. then do Patreon. Then we can go to fun places like Tombstone. Yes, we definitely want to do that. We're we slowly quality.
1: building up our Patreon account.
0: I was looking Very up, slowly. I, oh, I was looking up uh, Tombstone the other day. The other day. Yes, because I was like, I would love to call Oma on her phone and say, want to go to Tombstone and spend... The night at a little hotel, a haunted hotel. And uh, we can't do it without Patreon. Really? I mean, actually, we can. But Patreon would help. Patreon would help. But... We could record the whole damn thing, and oh. you can't listen or watch unless you do Patreon. Patreon. Oh no! Oh, My God, yes, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, We're so an I old have to tell you. Ostrich.
1: So you know, I like to watch the stats, yeah. and all of a sudden we got this huge surge. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't had any like episodes out,
0: you know, in between.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I, I, pay attention to that stuff because I'm weird. Well,
0: I, I like to pay attention, but obviously I don't get on. So you have to send it to me. Because <laughs> so I, I, I love that stuff. Yeah. I have to tell you. So
1: we got this huge surge, and I was like, okay, where did this come from? So a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, we got in this one region of the UK, mm-hmm. like
0: there was like 50 downloads. Oh, God. Were they making fun of how we make fun of accents? No. Oh, okay. No, just downloads. Oh, downloads. Okay. Yes. Yeah, hold on. Where is let it? Me, let me find it. Let me find it. And why did we have a search? Yeah, well, part of that us? was part of the surge. So, <gasps> Do somebody have that many
1: people, no, that oh. that's how many downloads we have.
0: That's good, yeah.
1: So, this was just literally like, what are we on? We're on day six. This uh-huh. is how many downloads we've had, <gasps> which you is guys, like, yeah, that uh-huh. is
0: that's what we were getting in the beginning,
1: yeah. This is just after in a, a few month? days, yeah. This is just that was days. like
0: after a month in the beginning. So, anyways, in the UK. In this one region, I need to get on here. You need to show me this. Norfolk, Norfolk.
1: Oh, Norfolk. Norfolk.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. So we've had about fifty downloads.
1: Nice. So somebody's probably—it's probably just one person who's just
0: been binging on us. Oh, I love bingers. So, can you tell your friends? Tell your friends your friends. I need to go to Australia. Oh, oh, oh. Hi. Speaking of hey, Australia. say hi to us. Yes. So we know who you are. Give us a hello so we can give you a hello back. Exactly. We'll say your name. Okay. I'm sure they're like, woohoo, they're going to say our name. <laughs> but we will. All right. UK people. Anyway. Norfolk? T- yes. Norfolk.
1: Don't. I don't know. I Norfolk. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Norfolk, Norfolk, Norfolk. It's probably some really simplified way of saying Norfolk, Norfolk,
0: Norfolk, Norfolk. You're saying no fuck. No, <laughs> it's Norfolk, Norfolk. Okay. All right. Anyway. You guys should shoot us, or if it's just one person, shoot us your name. Let I think it's one person are. that's binged on our entire catalog. Binge all you want, and send us your name so we can
1: yeah say hi to shout us. Shout out tell us who to you. you. Are. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends.
0: Yes, everybody, tell your friends. Yes. The more people that know... You know what? I was... Sorry. Sorry. We're going to end it. (laughs) But I was listening to those two women. They're the ones that they travel around and they do their podcast on stage in front of audiences. I want that to be us because we are fun. Oh, my God. No. I'm like Mm -hmm. definitely
1: afraid of talking in front of people. We're going to
0: be... I can do this. Universe. I can do this. This is our wish. And she's going to do it. Don't listen to her, Universe. Do it, Universe. All right, all right, all right, now I'm done.
1: All right, all right. Okay, all right. I'm done. We love you guys.
0: Love I- you. I'm Alma. I'm Carly. Good night. Good night.